Hey, hey, welcome to Spiritually Fit for the Kingdom. I'm Regina Cade. Now, let me tell you what this is going to be about. This is not another exercise program for your physical man, but this is all about your inner man. You know, how's your inner life? It's about bringing your heart to a place of wholeness and intimacy with the Father where you lack nothing by shedding the weights that have been so easily besetting you. And so I just want to invite you to come on this journey with me. You know you want to listen, so join me right here. So can we talk about heavy burdens? Can we really just have a conversation about this, guys, today? Can we talk about this? Because, see, your girl was going through a situation uh, very recently, and I was heavy load sharing, for real. I I, I was having a hard time, okay? And so that is what inspired this podcast today. Um, this is all about the burdens we carry. And so I want to talk to you guys about that. So I was in a situation, um, where I was feeling, um, just heavy laden. I, I just, it was a situation where I was expected to perform. I was expected to, uh, you know, be in the know and the knowledge of things, um, for a project that I was working on and I had all types of feeling of inadequacies and, um, just, just feeling limited in my knowledge and, you know, uh, being faced with the possibilities of, of being embarrassed and, you know, just all types of emotions just kind of surfaced as the deadline closed in on me. And I know that this is uh, a burden that some of you can relate to, and maybe some of you cannot, but nevertheless, it was a burden. And I know that some of you have burdens that are much different. You know, they're more on a personal level. And I've been there too, you know, in our relationships and, you know, um, just, just in dealing with others or just in how we feel about ourselves or whatever could be going on internally. Uh, burden is a burden. Amen. And the Bible causes us and, and, and challenges us to cast those burdens. And so, um, you know, I just wanted to just share this, um, my story, um, in hopes that it will help you, uh, to get some glory. <laughs> I just wanted to say that right then, but to help you. So, um, so yeah, we're talking about heavy burdens today. And I know that a lot of people are experiencing and are in this place. And I, and I just pray that this, um, this message, you know, does touch the heart of those God has ordained, um, and that will help them to see the freedom and the liberty that they so desire in Jesus name. Um, so heavy burden. So it was, it was a burden that I was going through. It was truly a burden. It was so heavy that I I just did not want to deal with it. And I think that's a lot of the problems that people experience when they're having to go through something so heavy, they don't want to deal with it. It becomes too much, uh, whenever emotions, you know, start to just overwhelm, you know, I felt such overwhelmed and it made it hard for me to pray. And so I just wanted to just ignore it never really reaching a resolve. I mean, I couldn't even properly give it over to God. And I am a Jesus freak, as they would say. 
and I am a God lover. And so I, you know, have been on this journey of emotional wholeness and heart healing and intimacy with the father. And so I know my father and I know what he's capable of, but it was just in this moment, you know, um, my, uh, imperfection of my flesh was, uh, definitely more in control, um, instead of me giving that over to God. And I know that's where a lot of you are as well, but in this, you know, I just, I, I just, it was like, it was a car parked in my bedroom and all I would do was cope with it. I would just walk around it, squeeze by it, you know, whenever I needed to, you know, but never really just addressing the actual elephant in the room, which was in my heart, you know? And so how many of us do that? How many of us just cope with what's going on in our life or, you know, without just necessarily acknowledging directly what has happened to us, our experiences, um, you know, what, what he, they, them have done, you know, how many of us have not just really just dealt with it, but just cut it off, you know, cut off all flow of emotion, cut off all thoughts that, that would feed the situation because it's just too painful. It's just too, it just seems so heavy, but what I found in my situation, walking around it wouldn't help solve the problem or the reason why it was really there. It was not getting it out of the way. It was not, it was more of a hindrance than anything in my life. Um, but I knew that processing it and faith and facing it was, you know, the only path to seeing true freedom. And so when I think through this, you know, um, I felt like my coping with it actually was causing me more trouble than I actually knew. So it kind of brings me to that question of, you know, why must we start really looking at them, looking at things for what they are? Um, because what I noticed is that it shut off the flow of the Holy Spirit in my life. You know, I, yes, I prayed about it. I was asking the Lord for his help, but how many, you know, that double-mindedness can creep in at any time. And I think that that's why a lot of us believers struggle. You know, we can vacillate between believing God and then not believing him the next second praying and then picking back up where we left off and, and trying to make things come together and happen in our own strength. But see, the Bible talks about that though. It talks about uh, the double-minded man being unstable in his ways and not receiving anything from the Lord. You know, it, 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 it the Bible talks about um, being not cold or being not hot, but being lukewarm and being, uh, you know, and, and, and Jesus, you know, just wanting to spew uh, that type of person out of his mouth. Like that's not a good place to be in. But a lot of us believers, we operate in that on the daily and I know that this is something that the Lord is causing and calling us to mature in and to grow up in and to really learn how to really truly trust him. And to trust him means that less of self has to be in control. And that is not what I was doing in this situation. Okay. I was trying to maintain control. I was trying to carry that heavy burden over the finish line. I was trying to, you know, make it happen. And you know, just like I said, in that it robbed me of experiencing the true flow of the Holy Spirit in my life. It robbed me of peace. It robbed me of my joy, my, you know, my patience and self-control. And, you know, I just allowed it to obstruct just that my joy and my peace 
I didn't, I, I just, I just felt like I didn't have enough strength to cast it off of me completely or just to deal with the heaviness or the pressure of it. I just let it be and I pressed on. How many of us do that? How many of us just let things be and we press on? You know, we're waiting for God to do something else, but what we really are, we're in a tug of war, you know, with God, with releasing it to him and letting him be and us still holding on to things. Uh, another thing that it caused me, it caused uh, a warped perception. You know, I allowed it to just blind me from the fact that God was actually making me successful in this space. And, you know, no matter how much, you know, people told me that I was doing a great job, I couldn't receive it because what was my truth was my feelings of anxiety and pressure and worry and doubt. That was more of my experience, which was my inner feelings. How I felt, you know, wanted me to just kind of bicker and complain and have a pity party or sit in a low mental state, just unable to acknowledge what heaven was doing instead. Um, I, I just started to just use my thoughts and focus on, you know, possible negative outcomes and the what ifs and all this stuff. And the Bible clearly calls us to think of things, uh, above and not below, but here I am falling prey to conforming to the way that the world will respond instead of out of my true identity in Christ. And so again, also that led to, uh, you know, me just trying to cope with it instead of just, you know, actually casting that burden off. Uh, I began to speak death language, you know, like I, I, I wanted people to know my true feelings, uh, about how great of a, of a pressure it was for me, you know, and here I am, I'm coming into agreement with my words. Um, uh, trying to, uh, you know, basically speak death over my situation. I accepted those negative emotions and how I was feeling as, uh, my truth, even though people saw other things differently, even though they saw it differently than me, you know, I wanted, uh, this self-willed perfection. I wanted it to be even more great. I wanted it to be, but I want, if this was going to represent me, you know, I felt like it had to be next to perfection. Um, and what I realized is that that may not, that's not necessarily the way to move, right? That, that was more of a pride thing for me. There was pride in operation in that moment to think that I needed to have this, trying to pursue this perfection and I'm pursuing this perfection. Not that perfection is a bad thing because our God is perfect and he lives in us, but I was pursuing that perfection outside of his grace and yeah so that meant that self abound even the more and that's not what God has for us that's not his portion for us um and so my fear or what I had to acknowledge is that okay so you don't want to allow God to take your messes and your shortcomings and just work them out on your behalf like you don't want him to like be the father, the good father that he is that takes whatever is meant for my bad and work it out for my good. You don't want to see the magnitude of a miracle take place. Like that's limiting God's hand in my life. Um, but, um, you know, not having to deal with those feelings of being out of control and having to let go, um, and stop trying to control the narrative and the outcome meant that 
I had to release it completely over to him. I had to release the entire pressure and burden and stress of the situation over to him. But I felt like I knew better that I was more capable. And so I coped. Um, if I was to trust God, then that meant that I would have to acknowledge and face that fact that it was too much for me. And I would rather, you know, grow in more intimacy and closer with my father by seeing how he would work a thing out. But, you know, all in all, you know, that, that I felt like the, that the burden, it was just taxing. It was just taxing to pray. It made it harder and harder. The longer I sat in that, the longer I sat with those emotions, the, those thoughts and the, the, the negative uh, talk, you know, the more I sat with that, um, you know, it was like the more and more that it just, it just cut off those relational exchanges with the father that I was normally used to having. Like I, I it's almost like I kind of went silent on him, but I would, I would still just, okay, Lord, help me through this every so often. And I know that he did because I really wanted his help, but also that vein of uh, perfectionism would have me take it right back over again. And so I made my way hard. The Bible talks about how the way of the transgressor is hard. I made it was hard on me working, you know, hard 12 hours a day, 10, 12 hours a day. And just, you know, holding myself to this, this standard and not being kind to myself was not the way that God intended for me to have life and life abundantly. So I, it was just, it became exasperating and too much. And so in the middle of this, this is where the turning point happened, guys. This is where the turning point happened. So I'm sitting there and I'm just at a very low state. I'm so stressed out. I could, you know, just barely even like move. Like I'm just, but I still got work to do. I'm like, I'm, st I'm still trying to, you know, accomplish the tasks that were assigned to me. And I just got somewhere and, you know, got quiet so I can go ahead and just bear and grit my way through this. And the Holy Spirit spoke and he said, you didn't believe that I was able to help you with this. And I was like, whoa, you right, because how... Uh, how am I supposed to expect the Holy Spirit to come and just, you know what I mean? Sit at my computer and do my work. Like that was, that was not, that's something that he's not going to do, you know? Um, and that made me more self-willed than anything. Like how many times have we done that? You know, thinking that we know better than God and we, um, are in more control than we allow the Holy Spirit to have. But the Bible says to consider him in all things, you know, and to lean not into our own understanding, but just to acknowledge him in all of our ways. And it's like, when it's time to do that, you know, we say that we've done it, but are we really doing it? You know, because if you're striving, if you're, it, it, I mean, it was very obvious, right? I'm sure it was super obvious to, to God and also to the enemy, um, that I was more stressed out, more frustrated and overwhelmed than ever. So if the Holy Spirit, if I've given control to the Holy Spirit or to God, that would not be my portion, stress and frustration and anger or, you know, a complaining tongue would not be my portion because that is not the character or the nature of God.
And so, so when the Holy Spirit hit me that with a still small voice, when I was able to get to a quiet place and I'm almost, I'm in a lowly state, like, woe is me. And he said, you just don't believe that I could help you with this. Like you just did, you don't believe that. And I was just trekking so hard. I, I realized then that my pride had moved me to approach my situation in soul self, like solely in self. And so I felt like I had to solve my problem solely. And that is why the burden was so heavy because I was carrying it. Another thing that I, I so from there, I, I, I started to gather awareness and I started realizing that because I haven't released this completely over to God and allow his Holy Spirit to just empower me to go through this. I went through this the wrong way. I was going through it the wrong way. I started to gather awareness and I started realizing that I was not going through this the right way. I was revisiting negative emotions all too consistently and too often. You know, I was way too stressed. I was wearing myself out. At the end of the night, I had no energy. I didn't even want to talk. That's how much I was. I had drained myself with these negative emotions. I was so overwhelmed and 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 something was just not right. And in my heart I knew I had prayed about it. You know, I thought I had let it go. I thought I had, you know, I asked God to come and help me, but really and truly, I was not in full agreement with that help because I was yet and still holding on to a position that was creating open doors. How many of us know that, you know, all it takes for us is, is to be consistent at something and then we built the habit, right? All it takes is for us to be consistent at something and now it becomes our character. And I know that it was a trick of the enemy. And I know that the enemy is trying to trick some of you that you continue to just vacillate in these uh, negative spaces or responding the way that the world does. You'll become conformed to that and realizing and recognizing what's going on on the inside of you, be it, you know, like I said, stress or be it anger all the time or be it this rage or this unforgiveness or whatever you may have going on in your situation, you know, where, you know, how many burdens do you have, you know, or have you felt where you just accepted that burden as your own, you know, whether you were a fatherless child, whether you were, uh, uh betrayed by a friend, whether you were, um, uh, having feelings of not being enough uh just the burden of insecurity the burden of uh of just uh whatever that situation may be and look like for you and not being able to cast that over to the lord you know that burden of being alone that that burden of of being uh childless that burden of your sinful past and we cope with it. We haven't healed from the hurt and the trauma and, and the pain that we felt from our past. And so we stuff it and we try to make our way. We try to cope with it. We try to cope with it the best way we can, whether it's with, you know, psychotropic drugs or, you know, or, you know, whatever that may be, whatever we tend to lean on. Because we're handling it ourselves. Because we don't really truly trust that God can handle it. Um, I know I'm not the only one that's been there. I know I'm not. So um, so that's one thing I had to do. So I began to get quiet. 
heard the Holy Spirit's voice and acknowledged that and then began to gather some self-awareness to, to really look at and take inventory in my life, you know. And so that's what I'm encouraging you to do. If there's something that you have been dealing with and, you know, and it seems like it's too much for you, but you don't even want to just acknowledge it. You don't want to give it the mental strength or, you know, the emotional uh, power to even deal with it. You know, really think about those things, really acknowledge it and sit with it and try to get an understanding for, you know, what is it that is really going on on the outside? You may be one way, but what's really going on on the inside? What thoughts are you thinking? What emotions are you feeling? You know, what type of actions are you taking um, out of self? Um, and then so the third thing. So after I did those things, um, I had to repent. Repentance is what reestablishes our connection with the Father. So I repented um, I, I, for distrusting him um, and moving against his will because his will is for releasing burdens unto him. So it, anytime we go against God's will, that can create an open door for the enemy. Uh, whether it's a crack uh, or, or what he takes, he's an opportunist. He takes every opportunity to try to kill, steal, and destroy us. And so because it's not God's will for us to carry any burden um i was creating an open door and so you we have to be careful with that uh and and so i repented of that i, I closed the door by repenting of that and then the last thing um i decided right in that moment uh that i was going to humble myself and with et intent i was i was not going to worry about what i could not change I was not going to worry about what was not in my power to control. Now we think that whatever's in our power of in of control, that it's whatever we can do something with. But just because you can do something with, the Bible talks about the ways of a uh, of a man we think is right, but the end of it is death. To me, that talks about the ability to be able to do something. You got the ability to be able to do it on your own, but it's not always profitable. It doesn't always mean that 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 you're producing life. You know, and so um, God wants us to learn how to lean on him and how to trust him because he knows very well. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's just he's everything that we need. And so I went with intent that, you know what, even though I can do this, I can keep stressing and straining and complaining and 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 feeling overwhelmed and messing up the chemistry on body because we know that stress is a disease attractor, right? Uh, keep just messing up my my equilibrium or, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? My mental state, my whatever. At what cost, right? At what cost was I going to do it in self? I could do it. Yeah, I could, I could do it, right? I'm fully capable of doing it without God. But at what cost? What cost mentally? What cost in my health? What cost? At what cost spiritually, right? And so I decided then that I was going to trust God no matter what it looked like. No matter what happened in the natural, I'm releasing this. I'm not going to continue to, you know, going around, uh, for lack of better words, broken. You know, trying to strive and do something and complete something that God was more than willing to take care of for me. Um, and so um, that's what I decided. I said, according to his word, I'm going to take him at his word. I don't care if it's going to cost me embarrassment. I don't care. I don't care if I, I, I don't get this done perfectly. It is what it is. 
God's light's going to shine. It's going to shine in me and through me. And he's, he's a keeper and he's going to keep me. And that's what I resorted to. Um, his word and, and who he is and who I knew him to be. And I reflected on the things that he had already brought me through. And I just made up my mind and faith that I was going to let it go. I'm going to give me some rest. And I'm going to go, I'm going to allow him to restore me. And I'm going to release this and I'm not going to think about it no more. I'm not going to think about all the negative possibilities. I'm going to give my faith to the endless possibilities of a limitless God. Amen. And I'm just knowing and I just, and God was faithful. And I, and I have to thank him right now. He was faithful. He brought me through. He worked it out. Amen. Better than I ever could. And, um, letting go was the best thing that I could have done instead of coping, letting go and letting God was the best thing and the best outcome that ever could have happened. And so I just encourage you as well. If you are going through a thing, if you are struggling in your heart, uh, in your mind and your emotions, carrying a burden that was not meant for you to carry, God is able. He can do it. We just need to trust him. He can do it. You weren't built for this, but he was. And don't and remember, when we go on in our own way and we try to do it all by ourselves, at what cost is it? And so I'm going to let you know one last thing before I get out of here. What I have learned is that uh, we have to come into full agreement. I had to release the negative thoughts, the negative emotions, and I had to apply my will uh, for humility to come up under the Lordship of Christ in that moment. And so when I look back on that thing, that's when I allowed the, the hand of God to have full manifestation in my life because all of me agreed with him. All of me agreed with heaven's capabilities. Um, all of me, my heart, my mind, my soul. Jesus talks about this divine alignment as well. When he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. He didn't just say love him with all your heart. He said, even your mind. He said, even your soul, right? That includes your emotions. Everything in you, when you can just release, that's when you know you've really cast a thing to him. When you're operating out of his emotions, which are, which are like the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. When you're operating out of that place, when your mind is stayed on him, who's keeping you in perfect peace, right? And when your will has the actions and the nature uh, of what God is doing, right? It, it's an alignment. That's called divine alignment. Because it is possible to say one thing when your heart be somewhere else. It's possible to say one thing and your thoughts be in a different place. It's possible to be doing something and your heart not in it. But when we come into divine alignment, we allow God's full manifestation to take place within us. That's when that word comes true when it says that God, uh, he is in us to will and to do for his good pleasure. He is able to work in us and to do for his will and pleasure, right? So I just bless you with that word. And I want to pray before we uh, end this in this time together. Because uh, that's my prayer for you, is that you would truly release to God what does not belong to you. So, Father God, Lord, 
for those that are listening today, Lord God, I just pray, Lord, that you will just lift up the bow down head, Lord God, that you will lift the heavy burdens, Lord God, that they will take you at their word, that everything just clicks, Lord God, as they're hearing this message, that they begin to truly understand what it is to um, cast a burden off to you, Lord God, what it is to truly take their hands off of a thing, what it means to truly come into divine alignment and agreement with kingdom's reality, Lord God, instead of what they may see because the just live by faith. But you take care of the just, Lord God. You are our portion, Lord. And so I just bless those that have heavy burdens today, Lord God, that you will allow them to become to a place of self-awareness, um, stillness, Lord God. They will stand still and see your salvation, Lord God. They will allow the Holy Spirit to minister to them, to speak to them, and they will listen and they will obey, Lord God. Help them to process whatever is burdening, burdening, burdening them, Lord God. Help them to know that you are more than able to handle their very situation. And if they are vacillating, Lord God, between uh, negative emotions and trusting you or you know, negative thoughts and, and believing you at your word, Lord God, help them become single-minded. Help their eye to become single and full of light, Lord God, and remove all darkness in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, until next time, guys, you guys be blessed. I'm going to try to get back on the bandwagon here, guys. Y'all pray for me. All right, love y'all. grateful that you decided to spend your time with me, you know, rolling back those sleeves, doing the necessary work with God to become spiritually fit for a coming kingdom. Until next time, be blessed.